What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Market moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Friday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber, the New York Stock Exchange. Stocks are set to take a breather at the open after four days of robust gains. And now a solid jobs number, 225,000, well above estimates, wages strong, participation rate at a seven-year high. Contrast that with the manufacturing data in Europe, very weak. You see Europe's right across the board. Oil's uh, struggling to hold 50 and the 10-year below 1.6. Our roadmap begins with the warm weather jobs boost, January payrolls surging. Stocks are still Still poised to retreat, though, at the open. On track, though, for their best week in eight months. We'll get reaction from the White House with Vice President Mike Pence later on this morning. Plus, shares of Uber are spiking this ahead of the bell. The company did say it's going to be profitable sooner than we thought. CEO Derek Khosrowshahi telling CNBC Uber plans to put a majority of its revenue growth into the bottom line. And Paul Singer versus Masasan, activist hedge fund Elliott Management taking a $2.5 billion stake in SoftBank. First, though, uh, the better-than-expected January payroll number includes the addition of 206,000 private sector jobs. Mm. Unemployment ticks up to 3.6. Labor force participation also increases. Wage growth up 3.1 year-on-year. People are wondering, Jim, why yields are not uh, acting as you might expect. We did get these benchmark revisions down. It's incredible. I I think that there there should be. I mean, the big job gains are exactly where you would move interest rates. They're in construction. That's where you need big construction loans. You would think that there'd be demand for money. Um, It's just not happening. Interest interest rates are down. Uh, Manufacturing (laughs) uh, down 12 uh, for the second month in a row. Well, that could be China and and Boeing. And Boeing, Boeing. obviously. And ISM numbers that we got earlier this week would suggest that will rebound in time. Yes, I think it will. I I really love this construction number, though, because of the multiplier effect for construction. Uh, there's still a lot of people in the. There's still a lot of people who want work that we didn't know, and I think that that is the the most salient thing. I was listening to the guys previous to me, uh, and I just say to myself, uh, some of them don't understand. There is no Phillips curve here. I mean, these people they keep coming. This is something you talked about, David. Yeah. There's just so many people who kind of given up, and they're coming back, and they keep the pressure on wages. He. People who've given up in terms of the Trying labor force Right, now they're coming back. Right, right, yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's jobs if you want them. If you're discouraged. Certainly seem I, to be. Right, if you're discouraged. Certainly I think that you're just discouraged be. about life. Um, well, the three-month average goes, is, you know, higher, yeah. trending higher than the six-month average and higher than we saw last year. Right. 211,000. Very strong. That's why uh, Kaplan and Clarida have said, at the Fed at least, they need to be humble about where full employment is. Right. Well, that's we're sort good. of groping in the dark right now. Yeah, well, groping in the dark is better than saying, listen, uh, if things are too hot, we just got to do something. By the way, I mean, once again, Europe, nowhere near what we're doing. China, of course, is opaque. We don't really know what's going on in China. Um, we, don't. we will know February 9th. The big split in this country among industrials that I speak to 
is are they going to come back to work in China or else the GDP is really going to go down? You know, Jim, I think it's funny how we the market seemed to have whipsawed in terms of fear of Corona and then sort of no longer being right. concerned as much. I don't get it because everybody I talk to is still very much concerned about the Chinese economy. I am. Not to mention the Chinese people and the virus itself. You know, are they truly containing it? People may point to the fact that uh, that the numbers seem to be ebbing. But that also could do with testing capacity. Yeah. They, have, they only have so much capacity to actually test, and so that makes it hard. But when it comes to your point about are people going to show up next week? Jeez, it's so um, important. I mean, let's not forget places like Hangzhou, you know, where uh, Alibaba's based. Right. Shut down. Yes, but Shut how about if the down. government says you're coming to work? How about if they say you're coming to work? And you're not in the cordon, so you're free to, tra- you're free to trade. You come in, and yeah. you've got to be like Yum China. Right. You've got to wear a mask, and you have, to have, you have to have a thermometer, but you're going to work. That's what could happen. I was with a friend yesterday who showed me all. He's got so, all the Chinese social media. He's a Chinese expert yeah. uh, on his phone. We yes, chat and all yes. It is, that's all it is. That oh, is uh, all it is. I was actually- in a country of 1.2, 1.3 billion people. Nothing. The news, nothing. The social media, nothing but coronavirus. Right. I mean, I, I'm asking my steps. I, I read the Chinese papers and I say, listen, please translate this. I'm not getting an accurate translation. He's a scholar. Uh, and you have to because the social media there is kind of like our there's for the first time they're subversive. Um, and but, especially with that poor doctor who died. Uh, by the way, a young guy, too. That's also raised old. fears amongst people. Is the virus actually making very healthy people vulnerable? It's not necessarily the way the flu operates, right. typically taking people who unfortunately already right. we thought that somewhat they're older, sick or like older or compromised the, on the, on in some On the cruise, way. I also look at the CDC. I think a lot of people are heartened that it's been 12 people. For a full week, it's been 12 people. Meanwhile, another 1,000 people died of uh, ordinary flu. Uh, Cowan, this Cowan, this morning, uh, the data, if accurate, appears to show the current wave may have crested, at least in Hubei. Okay. The okay. question remains about subsequent waves. May I just point out that that same gentleman uh, said it crested on Tuesday. Uh, and I, then he was talking about uh, Wednesday that it hadn't crested. So, yep. I mean, unsteady, erratic. Well, regardless, we regardless, J.P. Morgan takes their Q1 China number from six GDP to one. And they cut their global GDP number in half to one three. Wow, they're extreme. I mean, if, if China prints a one number for, for Q1 uh, GDP, but there's nothing for- going on <laughs> in that country. I mean, they're building. See the nice hospitals? Are, yeah, they're building hospitals, but there's not a lot of economic activity no, taking but, place but in China David, right it's now. still a holiday, and you have to wonder whether this is make or break. Is the party going to say, you know what, we don't? care. I don't You're think not, so. You, really? I, what, do you no. think the party's going to be like a, I, I don't a kinder, gentler party that I didn't know about? Well, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a dynamic here in terms of the communications amongst people versus the party and what you can believe and not. And, uh, well, there's 50 million people who are not going back to for she in some ways. Yes. Um, I, look, you just said it. I can't believe that he said it. She... He's on the line. Well, he's leader for life, but no, he ain't no leader for life. You're not leader for life when you can't. Looks when you can't feed your people and you can't get them to work. You're not leader for life. Watching far beyond, obviously, the our concerns about the virus itself, both the economic impact and the political impact in China. What do you think it means for the people who uh, didn't heed President Trump's warning to get the hell out of China? 
I don't know. The president seems a little vindictive these days. The, the president has said she loves his country oh, and that Zoom. the best is yet to come well, between the U.S. and China. You know, it's, he's been, he's, he's a great friend of Xi. Yes. Yeah. They spoke last, last night. Yeah, yeah, they gave each other a jingle. And they're great friends, David. They're not, when you say they're friends, you say they're great friends. If you say they're great friends, what do we say? They're lifelong friends. Jim, as for the markets, though, yeah. I mean, we come back to this, this theory that when the rest of the world looks dodgy, in the words of Tom Lee, global managers want to buy S&P. Yes, they just, do. In, in Tom's words last night, there's just not enough S&P to go around. Okay, that's been my theory. I, I remember when the big baby boomers were going to, uh, when that big wave of baby boomers was going to get to where they needed the money, they were going to sell stock. They ain't selling no stock. Because they have no alternatives. And remember, they're not looking at the short funds rate. That it's not the Fed. I mean, they're looking at out 10 years. So the, the baby boomers aren't selling. We had one I mean, we had one massive deal this year so far. It's called Casper, David. I don't know if you've seen it. You saw it yesterday. It's yes. real. You, you actually. Yeah. Oh, that was a bad, I checked it. I, bad choice. But there was no bed bugs. It's a lot of people slept in that bed. Are you serious? Yeah. All day long after you, before you. Ugh. Was I early? I hope so. I used the pillows, David. Uh, I put my face right in the yeah. pillow. For a man who's worried about germs. Yeah. I am worried about germs. Anyhow, germ- Casper, yes. I saw them go public yesterday. It had a well, that was good a debut. big. That was a big deal. No, I mean, and I had to tell you the other thing. Tom, listen, Tom, I, I love Tom because he's, he's funny. Um, Uber, I know we're going to get to these, but Uber and Pinterest were the two companies that got in under the transom and they were... They really didn't seem to have any desire to make money. As a matter of fact, I often felt when you talk with them, it was kind of a dirty word. M-O-N-E-Y, it's like a curse word. It's like George Carlin. It's like the eighth curse word. But now, they're t- determined to be profitable. So Lee's right. There are not a lot of companies. We have fewer companies coming public. When they do, they're really small. And the buybacks have been relentless. Oh, my God. Verizon, we a lot of- yeah. There are a lot of companies that were doing buybacks that you can't even believe they had money to buy. Yeah. We are such a different society than in 2009 when companies, if you had a downtick like this, they would be bleeding money. Look at Twitter. Twitter, a good, a good number. So I, I look at what's, uh, what's happening in China versus us, and I say, we passed them. Now, the president's so busy being vindictive about impeachment, he hasn't had a chance to be vindictive about the critics who said that his, the economy wouldn't grow. And he is limiting his vindictiveness of Xi. But what I can tell from my sources, oh. they're not letting us help. It's hard to be vindictive when Mnuchin says we're not going to hit three for the year, right? And we just had the worst uh, GDP of his presidency. You don't want to get too off your skis. No, you don't. But I do think that China has the ability to pull a lot of the world down. Yes, I think that is a fair statement. They have Belt and Road. Like when you go to Grenada, they're building stadiums. When you go to Italy, they're building roads. When you go to Africa, there's three million people there trying to make it so that they own Africa. They are kind of like the Marshall Plan for the world. Go to Jamaica. Road. You don't have to go that far. Jamaica, too? Not, not Queens. I mean the island. <laughs> they yeah. Jama- they're in Jamaica? Yeah, I think so. Look at ganja. Were they building ganja plants or something? Just building stuff. Ganja greenhouse? Building stuff. Bob Marley's birthday yesterday. Was it really? It would have been 75. Oh, my God. No woman, no cry. Oh. Uh, Jim mentions Redemption Uber. Redemption song. That's about the hedge funds. Uh, narrower than expected loss. Uh, revenue was ahead. They do see profitable quarter at the end of this year. They're moving that target up by a year. Dara talked about that with Andrew earlier on Squawk. This is a business that, as it grows, can become quite profitable. And for 2020, we got together as a team and said, you know what, we can do the same thing, not just for the rides business, but for the whole business. So if you look at our plan for 2020, 
for every dollar of revenue growth, especially right. from Q4 to Q4, we expect to drop 50 cents to 55 cents to the bottom line. We think that's absolutely doable to get to profitability by Q4, but at the same time, make the kinds of investments that we want to make. Uh, still going to lose a billion for the year, but Stiefel goes to 44, Webbush goes to 52, Canaccord 55 today. Masterful. It was a masterful conference call. I truly loved it. And when he talked about the eats, look, he basically says, listen, we're going to get that under control. Uh, they've got a, a, a platform. They're in markets where they're making a lot of money. Uh, it was, it was a, you know what it sounded like? It sounded like a company where they, they're going to make money. It, it sounded like a real company. That's what it did. It sounded like a real company. Not um, just a taxi cab company, I, but a real company. I haven't heard you encouraged by, by them in this way in a long time. No, this was a great call. call. They've, still got, they've still got the California issue. In terms yeah, of yeah, they they're, brought they're that up. They're still not on the streets of London. Yeah, they brought that up. That's a big deal. They're Mexico still losing problem. money in Eats. David, they could get out of the bad markets in Eats, sell them to Grubhub. There's ups and downs. There's Grubhub. And we would see the stock at 45. So if Dara watches the show, he knows my view. I know he does. Uh, I know he does. How's that you, for you, Bruce? Was that great? Excuse my, me? He watches the show. He knows my video. Oh, how is that for hubris? Hubris. How much Excellent. hubris I just demonstrate to you. Okay. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. But you know what? As good as it was, Pinterest was even better. Pinterest was good, right? Oh, my. Uh, ARPU was, was ahead. Uh, the guide was good. Videos working. The advertisers are happy. My old buddy Jane Penner's there. It's the IR. She's with me at the street. I, they are conducting themselves. Again, they're a company. Wow. Look at that. Yeah, well, they're a company. Are they? Yeah. Yes, they're no longer a kind of a um, project. Okay. They're a company. Both Uber and Pinterest were projects. Now they are looking like companies. So uh, Travis selling at 27 oh, and Trav. Goldman exiting in the fourth quarter was yeah, a mistake. Well, sometimes you just get Travis had. sold all his stock. Well, so timing's everything. I mean, he's too busy. He's got another business. He does, I, but he missed. I always loved it when I my first meeting. Now. But, you know, I, I, I don't know how to weather the cry for him because I always remember my first meeting with him. <laughs> I told you about it when I was at the White House Correspondence Center. Yes. I what did he say? That. What did he say? Uh, he said he, he could buy you like, yeah. no, he like said, Terrence Stamp I, and Wall Street. He said, I am so much richer than you. Yes. How do you do? Yes. I'm How so do you do? Richer. I'm so much richer than you. I think that was the best opening I've ever seen from a guy. Other than my other nemesis, Elon Musk, who didn't he even have gone exotic. with, I'm so much younger than you. I'm so much better looking than you. But he went with Richer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he, he could have done every one of those. That's right. true. He likes my wife. Okay, watch out. I thought he was hitting on my wife. He might have been. Are you allowed to say that? Let's, let's just go to might break. Okay. Let's go to break. Can't uh, that guy. Still to come, an interview with the vice president. We'll hear what he has to say about this morning's jobs number, economic growth, and the coronavirus, of course. Kramer's Mad Dash is coming up. We'll get to a lot more, including Aurora Cannabis, uh, Goose, Activision oh, Blizzard, goose. and a lot more oh, when we come man. back. Electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Theme song back in the uh, yeah. He gave me a concert. He yeah. got a concert about a mile from me, mm-hmm. and I was in the I didn't go. No. I've always regretted that because he died right after. 
Uh, okay, transition now from Bob Marley to uh, the Mad Dash. Last one of the week. Here's Penn National. Here's one you're going you're to hear a lot about Penn National. You're not going to be listening so much about to LVS anymore to win. No, MGM. Look at this, David. You know who they they uh, got allied with? Barstool. Yeah. Portnoy. Right. And since they got involved with him. Boom. Why? Because he has brought the average age of their of their demographic down dramatically. And pretty soon, David, pen that. You're going to be on the phone. You're going to be betting on what we're going to say next. They're going to bet on raindrops. I mean, it's not. But Portnoy is smart. Mm-hmm. I find him personally charming. I know there are other people who don't. But, uh, no, but this is going to be the way the next generation. You're going to bet. And he is in, he's a bookie. Actually, he's just he's a good better, but he knows he's going to make it so that when you hear about national gaming, it's going to end up being Penn National Gaming because that's the guys. Those guys are willing to take the chance. All right. So and it's I, had a heck of a move it's because like because the they hooked day, up but because they hooked up, up with Barstool. That's all. Now, Barstool. David, when you read Barstool, don't you just chuckle and laugh? I don't read Barstool. Sorry. Should I? I know they reviewed your restaurant the pizza. I got eight point two. Yeah. Not they really points. well. You know what they gave the uh, pizza at the uh, link in Eagle, the, where the Eagles play? He gave it a 1.1. He said it was the worst pizza he ever had. Really? Yeah, which is a benchmark. Yeah, I've had some bad. I mean, even bad pizza is kind of good, but. No, he gave it a 1.1, which I mean is kind of like Clorox wipes. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got a lot more to get to this morning, of course. Uh, we're going to talk about SoftBank and Elliot. We'll uh, go over that deal. fault. Oh, eBay, nice. eBay, they walked away, David, and then we're going to find you a tie, maybe some better pants, and certainly a better pair of shoes. To that as well, and you should look forward to that interview with Vice President Mike Pence on this Jobs Friday. Also, don't forget we're a podcast. Anytime you want to listen to the opening bell hour, Squawking the Street. We're right back. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. It's been a week of uh, four days of solid gains, a return to record highs. Dow's actually going to have its first thousand point week uh, in uh, quite a while. I uh, think uh, since June or so. Futures, though, week on this Friday. Opening bells in seven minutes. You're watching CNBC Squawk on the Street, live from the financial capital of the world. The opening bell in four and a half minutes on a very busy jobs Friday. The number 225, if you missed it, well above uh, 158K and some uh, positive revisions. Not dramatic, but uh, good enough, as most of the sectors did add jobs. As for SoftBank, David, uh, what a week as the 
head of the U.S. Vision Fund, uh, the FT reported leaving, and now we got Elliot. Yeah, you had that Ronan uh, resignation, uh, although... Uh, Misra stays as the head of the uh, of the Vision Fund, but the Elliott news yesterday, of course, sent SoftBank shares up sharply, um, and we reported on it. The Journal was the first to report it. It's a two and a half billion dollar stake. It was initiated by Gordon Singer. He is Paul Singer's son. Runs the London office of uh, the giant Elliott Fund, uh, which of course does a lot of things, including activism, but not solely activism. It's what we tend to talk most often about involving Elliot, given uh, the news it creates there. Not the first time they ventured off of our shores. Remember the battle of Samsung, a number of others through the years. But it is interesting to note, they've had one meeting, it's my understanding, with Mr. Massa and uh, Mr. Singer, that is Gordon, uh, in terms of what it was that they're looking for. But the main thing here was simply the, um, the lack of performance of SoftBank shares versus what is at least seen as the asset value, namely in the form of the Alibaba stake, which is enormous. And whether or not you can actually address that and bring the stock price closer to the underlying net asset value. Uh, next week, Alibaba, uh, next week, SoftBank, who's talking to me about Alibaba in my ear, next week, SoftBank reports earnings. Uh, we'll see whether the company does actually uh, add to uh, an existing buyback or initiate additional uh, uh, buybacks. That is thought to perhaps be something that they will announce. Will there be anything on governance? Because that's another thing, apparently, that the discussion, albeit the one discussion they had face-to-face with Mr. Masa in Tokyo, uh, was focused on perhaps more diversity on the board. But I would remind people, guys, that um, he owns 25% of the stock. You need a two-thirds vote of the outstandings to make any changes. So just figure that out. 25%, two-thirds vote very, very hard for Elliot to ever wage anything along the lines of a proxy fight or anything else here. They can try to get the weight of sort of investment opinion behind them and hope for the best uh, that they can help the company address some governance deficiencies and frankly organizational deficiencies because this is a unique organization for such an important company in the sense of a lack of organization. Well, People must understand that Elliott is a cut, I think, a cut above. You may disagree, but I've been working on what they're doing with Evergy, which is a huge utility in Kansas and Missouri, where they are trying to get them to go more green. So they are, the, although they are not in any way an ESG. But not, focused, no, but that's not at all. They no, just no. think it will help them in terms of their profile. Absolutely, but that's right. what I'm and saying. Making money. That they are. They look like they might be some sort of ESG. No, they're, no, they're just. Not. They care less. No, well, that's the point of it. <laughs> that was. Right. right. We agree. Yes. They don't was, care about ESG. What I did was I said, this is amazing. They're, this was a piece I did last night. They not, this is not, ESG is not on the agenda. No. What's on the agenda is making even more money by yes. doing this rather than buying back stock. They changed the game plan for hedge funds. That is true. Even, that was, no, Evergy is interesting. By the way, still in process, and we'll wait and right. see there what really goes on. Um, well, I was trying to take them away from you and let me cover them more. Yeah, well, you can do that. Why don't you tell me what the performance numbers were for the last few years? Because the fact is that I'm not sure Elliot's performance has been particularly strong, Jim. All right. Despite all that activism, despite all that news, AT&T, of course. Also, large cap, this large cap activism they're doing. Well, that's why they mentioned, they were talking, uh, what, Joe and Becky were talking to Stevenson about the plan. Yeah. Stock's doing okay. 18, Went 18, down to 37. Came back, back a little bit this year. 
There's the opening bell and the S&P 500, the CNBC real-time exchange. At the big board, it's NextPoint Real Estate Finance celebrating its IPO. At the NASDAQ drug research company, PPD, celebrating its own IPO. Of course, the public debut was yesterday, Jim. Biggest of the year so far. Yeah, I mean, we spent too much time. I spent too much time looking at Casper. But those kinds of, of uh, I like those kinds of deals. It's just good. There's been a lot of, a lot of speculative biotech that's come public during this period. Uh, I, I've, I've focused on Moderna, which uh, does really has got the lead in the, in the vaccine. Definitely does. There's no doubt about it. It's the leading vaccine. And it looks like it's going to try to come to something in the spring, which is rather radical because of Glaxo, which those vaccines would tell you, it takes at least a year. They are the hope. They're the company. It's a hope. I really love them. I love management. And it's not hyped. Moderna. It's a real company. They use RNA, uh, the blueprint. They can turn your cells against it. This company is down substantially since they said they have a breakthrough. And to me, it's ridiculous. It should be up. They're very good. Okay. Most of the market's down. Yeah. S&P is not down about a third. Well, how about uh, Activision Blizzard's not down? ATVI's not down? No. No. Because Call of Duty's really shined. They've got a huge huge pickup in Call of Duty. What a franchise that is. I I don't play that video game, but boy, it really What happened to Take-Two, though? Okay, so Take-Two was a problem with both... uh, WWE on execution, uh, NB2, NBA 2K, they felt there was a little problem in execution, uh, and uh, that's hurting the stock. A lot of people are so used to perfect numbers with Strauss Zellner, and it wasn't perfect. Uh, so, I mean, it's not Hauser de- uh, departing, because his brother is still very much in charge, and Dan Hauser's very good. But there's, there, were a lot, there was hair on the board. Yeah. Uh, take two right now, the worst S&P here. Uh, eBay is not that far behind, David. No, uh, it was so interesting here, of course, earlier in the week, the journal reporting that ICE, again, owner of the New York Stock Exchange, amongst others, uh, um, had interest, had approached the company. Yesterday, Jeff Sprecher, chairman and CEO, on the call, and we shared it with you, went into some detail about at least what they might have wanted to discuss had eBay really engaged and why they viewed it as potentially a complementary business to the ones that they had. Um, he was quite expansive on that, kind of interesting. And then a few hours later, I says, ah, we're done. We're done. We're out. Um, why? Well, his shareholders. You know, one thing you get from a leak like that is you, you get, obviously, pressure on eBay to potentially engage, but you also get a market check. If you're, if you're yeah. ICE, in terms of how your stock would perform and how your shareholders view it, well, they got that feel, both in terms of the way the stock performed and then apparently after the call, their sentiments were made even more clear. And Mr. Sprecher moved fast. Kind of reminded me a little bit of Benioff with, uh, with the oh, Twitter thing. Oh, Twitter. Yeah. Big Man, man okay. Down. I'll rethink it. Big Man Down. So the great out. moment in his book, he trips. And he bits like down. Yeah, and it yeah. was like a forerunner to how he had to, you know, because it was a karma thing. Right. Uh, Sprecher, no. Sprecher's pure dollars and cents. He is. He's a very I mean, it does raise the guy. idea that obviously, you know, ICE wants to be acquisitive. They have been. That has been certainly part of the history of that company in terms of how it's been built. But on this one, it seemed to be a bridge too far for their shareholder base at this point. And what it means for eBay remains right. unclear. They didn't engage, and now it's it's over and done with, it appears. David, I was shocked that you didn't mention the brand-new Viacom initiative. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I noticed Viacom is up. 
Well, at Viacom. The day is early. Do we get do breaking news on something like that? This is the CBS All Access that's now going to include yes, new uh, streaming service. We live, yeah, we're looking for a new sports, right? entertainment, kids, scripted, unscripted. Yes, you name it, they're going to try and have it in there. Isn't that something? If when they come with when they come with a streaming service, how it's going to be branded, whether it's just going to be sort of all packed into All Access, which was the first streamer out there. It was. Or whether it's going to be a new brand is, is not completely so you didn't clear. Really what get it's going to cost, we right. don't know. But we know they're coming. They're still going to follow this hybrid approach, though. It's not right. going to be as though they're producing programming solely for their streaming yes. service. Well, they, Stevenson said AT&T is still going to also produce programming for others. But largely, there's a lot of stuff, and certainly Disney. What's getting produced is more or less going on right. to Disney+. Plus. What's getting produced, more or less going to go on HBO Max. That's not the case for it, Viacom. No, and they want to be an arms dealer, and they want to have a streaming right, And it does remain the, the most, uh, let's say, it's got the smallest multiple of any it does. company in the S&P, which is usually a referendum on how a company's doing. Right. It doesn't mean it's going to go up just because it's cheap. Amen. I remember Smith Corona Martian didn't go up, the typewriter company. You do? Yeah. And it was they very cheap. The chemicals. Yeah, it was a, yeah. Everyone had electric typewriter to stop us killing it. Uh, the other thing Stevenson talked about with uh, Joe and Becky, of course, was Huawei. People yeah. still uh, watching this speech by William Barr, the AG, which he says the U.S. should consider putting its financial muscle behind... Uh, Nokia and Ericsson to counter Huawei. I thought that was unbelievable. There should be like Nokia and Ericsson bonds. Now, Huawei's got, what, about $100 billion in sponsorship by the Chinese. We'd be sponsoring companies that basically screwed up and didn't do a good job. It's true. It's really amazing it's, what capitalism has gotten to. It's very odd. However, it's real. I mean, Eamon Jair was reporting on it yesterday also, but I've heard it as well that how... However quizzical this is, it's a real quizzical. effort that is being I know, undertaken by Mr. Barr, who, by the way, has some experience in the wireless business. He was, he was uh, chief counsel at Verizon. He was you know, the general counsel at Verizon. Well, so he knows his way around this stuff, but um, he's really trying to figure out a way to like, buy control. But those, co- these, those companies... I, I, I called him William Barr, buy-side analyst this morning. Well, I mean, we had the president taking up the economy buy, 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 and raising his value. Remember, he went hold to buy U.S. Yeah. These two companies... All right, I'm going to... Jimmy Chill. I'm Jimmy Chillin. I can't say how I feel about the managements or the companies because I'm chilling. Barr makes bid for Ericsson and Nokia. Well, yeah, I mean, sold to you. I mean, yeah. those guys would probably... Nokia is no longer a phone company. It's, it's strictly just a river in Finland, right? Yes. And uh, Ericsson, what can I say? It's bounced back ever since the talk that Barr might but take Jim, a stake. in a real sense, and is that we, it, we talk so often about what? it. We need a national... Cha- we don't have yes, a national but, champion at all. Qualcomm is but in one part of 5G. Qualcomm is good 5G. Part. No, but I'm just saying, if you're going to anoint companies that are second rate, that's something that I thought the Republicans thought the Democrats like to do. But now we're like getting in bed with two companies that not even the Germans want to use, even though they're compadres. Why? Because they're expensive and they don't have good technology. Now, I want them to come on right here. We put Ericsson right here and Nokia right there. And they'll tell you, listen, we're behind Huawei. But if a lot of things go right. Right. Interestingly, uh, Erickson actually is pulling out of this year's Mobile World Congress. Oh, that's just you great. You know why? My daughter's why? going to that darn conference. Coronavirus. Oh, yeah. really? Uh, yeah. Not sure what Barcelona, I guess. Boy, there's no coronavirus yeah. there. I mean, it's a little more Medello virus there. I mean, what is that? 
coronavirus. Well, it's, it was interesting. Jim, um, last Friday we know what happened. This oh. Friday doesn't, isn't shaping up to be so great. No, the, the Chinese people, didn't come in last night and announce something. So it's, you don't think it's, a, it's not a weekend uh, phenomenon? No, but the Chinese usually between 3.30 and 4 have done something that made it so that the market was up and they didn't do anything last night. I got up at 3.30, waiting to see what they did, and they didn't do anything. They have to deal with that horrendous New York Times article about the cordon off. It's almost like Leningrad in 1942. Where basically the people in Wuhan are just being left to... That was an article that... I don't know. I mean, that was an unbelievable article. I was kind of just was shaking when I finished it. But no, I mean, I, I think that Rick, Rick Santelli correctly pointed out. I thought that the, this week, I mean, later in the week, obviously, was like you see what the Chinese were doing. But the Chinese put $300 billion to work this week in a variety of things. We didn't even know if they bought S&P. For all I know, they did. They're going to have to do something really big, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Well, well I, really- why don't they sell all their bonds? They get great prices. We don't know what they actually have left. Uh, but the dictatorship is, is, I think, shakier than people think. And if, yeah. if President Trump didn't, wasn't so busy calling Xi his friend, you could make a push there. The problem is, is that people think the, the, the army will take over. Uh, we did have some Chinese copper traders uh, declaring force majeure. Wow. Uh, so, but you think the markets, they understand that they might not reach all their commitments on phase one this year? Well, look, they took the tariffs down. That was a sign of good faith. They need every penny, uh, I think, to help their people and pop up their markets. They need every penny. This is not a great time. I mean, they're, China's got a lot. No, I, I, they're, I, yes, I, the GDP. it's hard to understand look, the impact look, this is having. Yeah, young again, China. We will be focused I mean, next week on whether or not so many of these workers do report back to their jobs and manufacturing will begin again. I think it's going to be, the, be added. we are going to be at a um, fulcrum moment. Will they come back? Yeah. Now, of course, if they come back, it'll be well, volunteer. So some of David, it's going to be and voluntary. On and on what's going on and on are there other regions that are it's showing out? It's a dictatorship. Out they want them to come to work is my prediction. It's not like, you know how we always have our executives come and say, safety is the most important thing of our... <laughs> I'm not hearing that over there. Safety first. I'm not hearing. I'm hearing GDP first, safety second. This was a week where we got uh, commentary on Corona from Qualcomm. Yes. Uh, Nike. Today yes. it's Goose. Uh, as they say that... Uh, yeah, well, they do have China exposure. Yeah, they got a big China. They, have warm, they had a warm January. The stock has been down, 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 down. And it's just the, the growth rate is shrinking dramatically. I, I think the stock, if it hadn't been down so ahead of time, would be... There's a chart for you. Oof. Holy yeah. cow. Turn that upside down, you have Tesla. Uh, I had to mention Tesla during oh, the yeah, show. Oh, yeah, got it. You haven't mentioned Tesla. No 40 minutes into the show. It's kind of been nice. Is that true? Yeah. Speaking of Canada, uh, really quick. Yeah. Aurora... Uh, CEO resigned, cutting 25% of corporate uh, as oversupply uh, in Canada. Oh, my God. There's just, there is a hundred years worth of supply in Canada. A hundred years worth of cannabis supply. Meanwhile, GW Farm is up because it's actually a drug company. Right. Uh, and next week, you're, I think you're going to get um, the new CEO of uh, Canopy, Mr. Klein, actual business person. Coming in? Yeah, and I All think right. he's going to tell it, tell it straight. He was the CFO of, of Constellation. I still have hopes. And uh, Jane Wells did some fabulous oh, reporting. Illinois is a difference, yeah. Wasn't that great reporting? Yeah. As always, she's fantastic. And it really showed you that there are some pockets of where it's really working. It is. But it's just, you know, it's recreation. you got to do all states. you got to make it so it doesn't Cue, have to be cash uh, business. Cue the Bob And you got to be again. the THC is really important. Yeah. 
By the way, speaking of CEOs uh, who are out, uh, we haven't talked about Tijan at, uh, at Credit Suisse. This is a big that was huge wealth manager bank. Um, this spying scandal, fascinating. Yeah, uh, what? you know, uh, ex-employees. He was apparently not aware of it, but people well, who had left the bank in senior positions were being followed in some way to see if they were breaking their non-competes. I guess he was doing a pretty um, good job. And know. apparently, it just became too much of a distraction. The regulators obviously are investigating as well. Uh, and so you've got new management there, separately, but a part of his uh, his regime. Uh, they have cut um, compensation pretty dramatically as well, from what I'm hearing at the investment bank at Credit Suisse. I think Bloomberg may have reported on this yesterday or, or this morning, but I heard February 5th they came out. It's 4060 cash stock. You get a loan that you have to pay in for the cash portion that vests over 36 months. That you have to pay back if you leave uh, pre-tax. But just um, when those companies are coming overall, back. the comp is down uh, double digits. Well, he did a good. I thought he was doing bank, a very good job. They have, you know, it's he was much more focused on wealth management. But we don't talk as often about. No, uh, Rocky first beginning of the tenure, now uh, terrific, and with a turn in the European banks. What a shame he didn't get the promised land. Speaking of management changes, uh, Jim Farley's the new CEO. Holy cow! I've been going back and forth with Jim. Jim is so good. He's a visionary. He's exciting. Uh, I, and I'm glad because uh, Farley is a straight shooter uh, and that I just think is doing a lot of cool stuff. And he's going to be he's going to show us the Mustang Mach, Mach 8. David, I'm going to take you for riding that baby. OK. All right. Sure. Credit Suisse. It's, it's a car. Does cut Ford Thank today you. to neutral. Just FYI. Yeah. Well, Ford's not doing well. No. So is he going to help? What, he's I think Jim, CEO, right? I think Jim can help. I do. I, I, I think he can help them. I like you. Oh, I haven't mentioned T-Mobile numbers. Let's they were hit, fabulous. Let's hit those quickly. They were fabulous. They were, uh, they were fairly strong, uh, as Jim just said. Of course, the question remains uh, when we hear from the judge, a case that took place, of course, uh, just up the road from here in terms of the state AGs, mm-hmm. the New York, California, against uh, Sprint and T-Mobile's uh, plan to get together. Um, it could be as soon as next week. Doubtful, perhaps it falls towards the end of the month, but it's important. Going back to our previous conversation about SoftBank, by the way, it was interesting to me that Elliot would take a position prior to something like this. Wasn't that funny? Because if that decision goes against and the deal blows apart, as it will, remember I told you they're yes. not going to appeal, so it's over if the judge says no. Um, Sprint is still owned 80 plus percent by SoftBank. The debt which they were going to unload will no longer be unloaded. It will raise a lot of different questions there. And then the question becomes, what does T-Mobile do? They're still going to want a lot of spectrum. They're going to be spectrum starved. Remember, it's the 2.5 spectrum at Sprint that's so important to them as they roll out 5G nationwide. Um, Will they be fine? Sure. But will they be better off with Sprint? Absolutely. There is still a lot of talk, as I've reported as well, not talk, that they're going to try and renegotiate the deal down for Sprint if, in fact, they do get approval from the judge. So... We're watching a lot there, but T-Mobile's numbers, Jim, you thought were fine. I, I still can't. They add just consistently. Ledger something, man. He's an unsung hero because he's not been able to talk since the uh, deal. Go out to we, Seattle. He owns that town. Yeah, we sing a lot about him, though. We do. Yeah. What's the matter with that? Nothing. He's made you people a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. He's, it, it's it, pretty it has. Good. 
Uh, we're back to 3329, of course, uh, well above where we started the week. Let's get to Bertha Coombs and see what's moving. Hi, Bertha. Hi, Carl. We are seeing a broad decline this morning, a bit of a flight to uh, safety with utilities and gold higher. But the market is on pace to snap a two-week losing streak with big gains across the board, uh, even as the potential long-term impact of the coronavirus remains up in the air. And we're hearing that in terms of earnings. Wynn Resorts reporting strong fourth quarter Macau numbers. Actually, it was uh, Vegas that was the weakness for them. But going forward, the casino operators lowering guidance. The CEO, uh, Matt Maddox, saying that the closures right now due to the viral outbreak in China is costing the company about $2.6 million a day. They've now closed down their casinos in Macau, though their hotels remain open. But you can't imagine there's not a whole lot of tourism. And you talked about the luxury retailer, uh, Canada Goose, reporting inline numbers for the fourth quarter, but also cutting their guidance due to coronavirus uh, and lower demand there. We also heard from VF Corp, which has uh, a lot of production, and 60% of their owned and partnered stores in China are now closed. Uh, that represents a big part of their market. We'll be hearing from more companies like Alibaba next week, so we'll get a more color as the weeks go by, particularly from the retailers and how that is going to be impacting them. We heard from Burberry, by the way, said that this uh, shutdown is having a bigger impact for them in Hong Kong than they saw from the Hong Kong demonstrations. Meantime, I want to switch over to healthcare. Myriad Genetics this morning with an earnings miss is uh, one of the worst uh, performers. But overall, it's been a very strong week for healthcare with the insurers all reporting pretty good numbers and, ra and rallying. And biotech seeing its best week since November of 2018. That really is one of the standouts in the healthcare sector. We're also seeing a strong week for tech overall, best week in about six months or so, and that is driven by chips. Take a look at the chip sector, seeing one of its best weeks uh, since uh, that one's since November of 2018 for biotech. I, I'm correcting myself, it was the best in a year. Some of the big winners include Microchip, Micron, Cabot, Micro. They all reported better than expected earnings up uh, double digits this week. Financials have been a bit more mixed. They've seen their best week since September. Uh, some of the banks under pressure this morning as we're seeing uh, yields move lower following that employment number. The Fed is also out with its stress test parameters. The severe adverse hypothetical scenario features a severe global recession and 10% unemployment in the U.S. Carl all, you got to wonder how the Fed would respond under such a severe situation. Yeah. Well, we'll get a monetary policy report uh, at 11 a.m. today, Bertha. We'll see what they say to Congress. Uh, let's get to the bond pits. Rick Santelli, uh, maybe Rick can help us understand why we're below 159. You know, there's a couple of things. I always like to keep it simple. First of all, it's a Friday, okay? And in front of uh, weekends, Risk be takes on a whole new dimension, especially at a time where maybe coronavirus questions aren't as nagging to some as they were a week ago, but in many ways they still are. And do remember, a week ago is when we had our lowest closes based on the coronavirus, so it makes this week and today's comps that much more important. Look at the intraday of 10. First response throughout the curve on the Employment data was to the upside in yields, selling off the price. But then look what happened. Look at a one-week chart, by the way. Tens are now down six, half a dozen base points on the day, but they're up seven on the week. You know, the benchmark revisions were large, and they were negative. They should have been expected. 
birth death model uh, of businesses largely to blame. But the non-seasonally adjusted data was quite weak as well. Add in the Friday and there you go. And if you look at a year to date of tens, what really should jump out to you thinking about last Friday that I mentioned is last Friday's close. Pick your favorite stock, pick any interest rate, pick the dollar. Everything's higher. Uh, year to date, we see the bounce is getting smaller off 151. Finally, one week of the dollar index. I was bragging up every day this week. It just turned slightly negative on the session. Carl, David, Jim, back to you. All right, Rick, thank you for that. Uh, getting a statement from the CDC on a Royal Caribbean cruise liner uh, that is at a port in uh, New Jersey uh, where they are going to screen a family of four. Uh, the family does have a travel history to mainland China, but not to Hubei province. Uh, they're going to consult with New Jersey Health Department and uh, test for corona out of an abundance of caution, they say. Uh, that's the latest statement from the CDC regarding that Royal Caribbean cruise liner uh, in Bayonne. Uh, still to come this morning, we'll follow the market action. Obviously, Dow's down 157. Live interview with the vice president, Mike Pence. We'll get his take on the jobs number, the coronavirus, and a lot more. And a reminder, don't miss a special report tonight on the coronavirus outbreak at 7 p.m. Eastern Time right here on CNBC. There's a chart of RCL on that news we just brought you from the CDC, screening a family of four on a cruise line off the coast of New Jersey here out of an abundance of caution. But that's going to take you back to levels last seen in October. Dow's down 156. We're back in a minute. Jim, what's on Mad tonight? Okay, Synapse, which is touchscreen, uh, all-time high, doing fantastic today. I think it's, I don't know it's all-time. And Taylor Morrison, which is a home builder, you know that those uh, numbers this morning from employment indicate home building is incredibly strong. So let's find out how strong it is. Going to watch the Oscars on Sunday? Um, the Oscars on nah, Sunday? My wife doesn't like them. Um, we'll watch something on Hulu. <laughs> Good weekend, Jim. We'll see you tonight. You too. Mad too. Money, 6 p.m. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools.